0: This is Jessica Jo, and you're listening to the Free Cake Podcast, where we share a slice of the writing life. Hello, everybody. It's Jessica Jo, and today I want to talk about fear. So this is a big one for me as a writer, and I think in general, writers and artists, anyone who's creating something and putting it out there who feels vulnerable experiences this from time to time in your craft and in your journey. And I have experienced it recently. I'm actually currently experiencing it and want to talk about that a little bit. So um, two ways that I've experienced fear in my own writing journey is the first time was um, when I finished my first novel two years ago, I sat down and I wrote a novel and i loved it so much it was it was really a fun magical experience for me writing it and i queried it and within 6 weeks i got my dream agent and it was just this like incredible kind of fairy tale experience for me and then i got scared about writing the next book because i thought Okay, there's no way I can do this again. This was really big and it was really exhausting. It it was great, it was positive and wonderful in my life, but also it depleted my creative um, well, if you will. And I was kind of tired. And uh, my agent. I remember said can you write a book a year and I thought like yeah I can because I wrote this first one in a year and under a year and I can totally do that and I was working full-time and I have kids so yes and I then as soon as I said yes and I sat down with a blank page to try again I was really overwhelmed with this sense of fear of like what if I actually can't do this again what if this was a fluke or a one-off what if what I write is terrible what if it is I can't ever live up to this book that just happened, like my first book baby, and I can't ever love or make a second book baby. And then I, so that was a time when I felt really afraid. And I think that fear actually did interfere with my Next project, I started writing a book and I got about halfway through the manuscript, and it was really flat and kind of lifeless and lackluster. And I think that that had to do with fear. And, like I talked about in, in the other episode, a chore mindset versus like a joyful kind of like, I get to write, I was viewing it as I should write, and I should produce this. And, um, It shows through on the page. And so I then had to kind of give myself a pep talk and a little break and realize, like, hey, you are only going to get better as you write. Like, you're only, you can't get worse. Like, you're only going to get better the more you do this. Like, yeah, you wrote a novel and you were guessing some of the time like I remember having to google like the most basic things like some you know I've been reading my whole life so you'd think I'd know exactly where punctuation marks go around dialogue but I hadn't written dialogue in years and I had to google it and you know things like that where you're like wait a sec these things I take for granted as a reader I don't really know how to implement as a writer and there was a lot of learning I was doing and it was easier the second time. It only got easier. I only got better. I only got faster. I only got more confident. I only had developed my voice even more. And so I realized that fear was really holding me back and I had to get do a mindset shift and come back to that second manuscript. I had to scrap that project and then start again and I had to let go of that fear and kind of talk myself down off the ledge and say, no, I'm I'm going to be better this time. I'm going to get better every time. And then I also had a great, I came across a great quote from Stephen King. And he said, um, the first million words are practice. And I really tell myself that now, every time I sit down to write, I go, well, I'm still, you know, maybe in the 300,000 realm of, of word practice. This is my third full manuscript. so." it's okay. It's okay. It's practice and I'm getting better as I practice more and that's okay. So that was my one instance of fear that is really uh, stands out to me in my recent writing journey. And then the other one is actually kind of ongoing. So I finished my second manuscript and I did a revision and I ran it through my critique circle and I did some had some beta readers and I got it Okay, you know, pretty clean, and I sent it off to my agent, and I'm waiting to hear back, and it's so scary because I don't know how, how it will be received, and I am waiting for feedback and on this big thing, and uh, one of the interesting things, if you are a novelist, I know there's lots of other kinds of writers out there uh, who may be listening, but if you do write novels, it, it's a big long project without knowing if it if it's gonna work if it's gonna land you're creating this gigantic 90,000 80,000 100,000 word piece and then hoping that it's good you know and obviously you're doing things to make sure it is good along the way but ultimately you don't know until it's finished how it's going to come together, and how it's going to be received, and if your agent will love it, or if, your, um, audi- if, if it will get bought when it goes on submission, if you'll find an editor who loves it, and then if you'll find an audience who loves it. Um, and it's really hard to do such a Herculean effort that's not like little art. You know, I sometimes am envious of other art forms, other mediums where you could do a couple photographs and then see if those sell. And if people like that, then you do a couple more and then see if those sell. But with novels, there's no half measures. You just write the novel and then hope for the best. And so there's a lot of fear in waiting, waiting to see how something you created, something so big will be received by the people that matter. And so I'm in that process right now and kind of have to keep reminding myself like it's okay it's okay if it's if this one isn't perfect. It's okay if it isn't great because you could do it again. You can try again. You can pick yourself back up. You can get better. You can always improve and to just kind of stay playful. I think the antidote to fear is playfulness and lightness. And I tend to get really serious. I think as an artist and an author, we probably all have to some degree that side to us, uh, that kind of serious side. And I can go there and I can go to that place of fear and vulnerability and worry and wondering. And I think, you know, the antidote to that is to be playful, to say, nothing has changed for me about whether or not I love writing. Nothing has changed for me in that I have a laptop and can write another book anytime I want. And nothing has changed for me in that I can still do the thing I love the most and get better and better and better and take the feedback I get and keep enjoying the process. And I think too, I you know, as artists, especially if our goal as a writer is maybe traditional publishing or some amount of commercial success or career, which mine is, um, we can get very product focused, like it, it, the product has to succeed. And I think that one of the helpful things is to remember to stay process focused so the process of writing is something i did for me that i love to do and that can't won't change no matter what the product does whether the product sells whether the product is well received whether the product allows me to transition full time into this career or i keep working at a career that i also enjoy the the product isn't the point For me, the process is the point, and if I get so caught up in the outcome of the product, I think that my stamina as a writer, I'll get fatigued, and I'll get afraid, and I'll get tired, and I'll get dejected, and I have to stay process-focused so that I can stay optimistic and joyful and excited and hopeful, and will I feel sad if, if this book doesn't work out? Sure. Um, and will I have to grieve that a little bit? Absolutely. But I also can try to remember that I started this because I love to write and I love the process of writing and I want to grow as a writer and I still have full control over all those things. And I, after my first book actually went on submission and didn't get purchased, um, I remember calling my dad who is a professional sculptor. That's what he does for a living and he's very successful at it and has made some amazing art and made a career out of it. I really admire him and I called him and I was crying on the phone and I'm like, "Dad, my I thought I was thought I was so close and I feel like I kind of fell over the last hurdle at the Olympics and I thought I was going to win and then I lost and it was devastating." And he said, "Babe, you this is this is what it is to be an artist this is it you won't always make it it's not going to always turn out the way you thought and not everything you make is going to be the the masterpiece or be the one that gets bought or be the piece that makes you famous or whatever it sometimes this just happens. You know, sometimes something I make just flops and it doesn't work out. And I, if I just let that crush me, if I just, I wouldn't be an artist. I wouldn't have a career. I wouldn't be where I am. This is the deal. You just have to get used to this. It's part of the deal. You want to be an artist? You want to be an author? Yeah. Go then go write another book. Try again. And if that one doesn't work out, then you go write another book. So all that to say, I I just find a lot of encouragement and hope there that the product, not every product that we produce is going to be the one, maybe one of them will, but the process is always there for us and we can control that we pick ourselves back up and we face our fears and we come back to writing with the original reasons that we came to it, with joy, with playfulness, with excitement, with gratitude, and that we keep going. In so many professions, you get the pleasure and benefit of chatting with your coworkers. You can share tips, ask questions, normalize your experiences, and bounce ideas off each other. As writers, we often work alone and don't have access to a writing friend or community. The goal of the Free Cake Podcast is to have those meaningful, casual conversations about our work. If you have writing questions or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the podcast, please email info at jessicajohoover.com dot com.